again, friends, and welcome. Here we are together again, working our way through the series of entitled 66 Books, 66 short podcasts that take an overview of the 66 books of our Bible. And today you've reached the book of 2 Thessalonians, the book of the correction of false prophecy. Second Thessalonians is the shortest of all Paul's epistles. It is in fact the shortest of the nine letters he wrote to the churches, and it is considered by many to be a sort of sequel to 1 Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 1 right at the opening clearly says the apostle was written by Paul, but also mentions Silas and Timothy. Like 1 Thessalonians before us, the term we and us is used. So like 1 Thessalonians, it's believed it's primarily the words of Paul, scribed and taken by Silas and Timothy. Interestingly, 2 Thessalonians is quoted more frequently by the early church father than even 1 Thessalonians. So who was it written to? Well, Paul, as we, we discovered last time, visited Thessalonica on his second missionary journey. After he left, he ended up in Corinth, where he stayed for around 18 months. We know he wrote 1 Thessalonians from Corinth in around AD 51. All indications are that Paul wrote 2 Thessalonians a short time after the first letter, which means he also wrote it that year. Some Bible experts believe that 1 Thessalonians was written in the early summer and 2 Thessalonians was written in the latter part of the same year. Whoever took the first letter to Thessalonica remained long enough to notice the effects of Paul's letter and to gain an insight into the situation there. Evidently, this messenger brought back a report with both favourable and unfavourable news. The immediate occasion for the writing of 2 Thessalonians was to address this new information that Paul had been given. They had made good progress in their faith and hope, we know that from chapter 1 verse 3, and we also know they're remaining steadfast under repeated outbursts of persecutions. In the first letter, Paul had attempted to relieve the distress they were experiencing about the death of loved ones in the community. However, their expectations concerning the second coming of Christ had intensified, particularly under this persecution. Some amongst the community had concluded that the day of the Lord had already arrived and they were expecting the immediate return of Christ. Consequently, this meant that some quit working on building the church community. With time in their hands, some of these people had become meddlers, interfering with those who wanted to continue the work of the gospel. So thinking about the message of this book. You see, one of the misunderstandings of the Thessalonians concerning the return of Christ was this. Paul has said that Christ would return unexpectedly and suddenly, but some people thought this meant he would return immediately. The main subject of this letter is to offer a correction of that prophetical misunderstanding. The message is, although they were experiencing and expecting future persecution, they should not mistake that 
for the day of Christ. They should not cease to work and they should stand firm and even discipline those who don't have that perspective. So the structure of this is the form of a letter and it very straightforwardly is divided by many into two parts. Chapter 1 through to verse 12 of chapter 2 is Paul dealing with Christ's return. And then chapter 2.13 to the end of chapter 3 he addresses some of the present needs in the church. The first purpose of 2 Thessalonians is to comfort those who were experiencing persecution. Paul had been persecuted himself by unbelieving Jews whilst he was there and after he left. And now the believers Paul left behind, they also were being persecuted. They were doing quite well, he says, but Paul was writing to encourage them. And he does that by among other things, letting them know that he continues to thank God for them and to just remind them that he is continually praying for them. The second purpose of 2 Thessalonians is to correct a prophetical misunderstanding. Someone had told him the tribulation had already begun. We know that from chapter 2 verse 2. This had supposedly been confirmed by a spiritual revelation, or a messenger, or perhaps even a letter from someone. The fact that they were going through persecution made all of this seem believable to them. Paul reminds them that the day of the Lord will not come until two specific events have occurred. One, the apostasy, and two, the appearance and the apocalypse of the man of sin. The third purpose of Thessalonians, two Thessalonians, is to praise and encourage them in their practice. Paul issues several commands to them. One is to pray and the other is to walk away from those who walk disorderly. The second command is related to the misconception about the prophecy. Because some were expecting the Lord to come at any moment, some had even quit their jobs and had just become meddlers and gossips. Paul says to them that if people will not work, neither shall they eat, and you should separate yourself off from those who are acting in that way. So to summarize this book, Paul wrote a second letter to the Thessalonians to comfort them in their persecution, correct them in some prophetical misunderstanding, and suggest how they might address some practical misconduct within the community. The Lord is coming back, he reminds them. The Lord is coming back, he reminds us. We should continue to bring the gospel until he comes.